This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio today. I've got uh, just two Get Connected team members. It's been a full house late. We've got Andy Barrar and Graham Williams. Thanks for coming in today. So good to be here. Gray, foggy day Mm -hmm. again. We've got some fun stuff to talk about today in our show. Uh, In a little bit, we'll be finding out about the Doodle for Google competition. And uh, we'll also be talking with Mosamani from Soho SME about the new uh, upcoming conference in Calgary for small businesses. And, of course, we'll be going open line later on in the show. Big news this week, eh? Apple. Yep. Throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there. New iPads, MacBooks, and the new Mac Pro as well. Out of the announcement, what was the biggest thing for you? You know what it is? I was I, I took a step back because when they make these announcements, and Apple, they always have that one-liner. This this year it was, we have we still have a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. So then now the internet's going crazy to figure out what are they talking about, what it, what it is, right? I know everyone's thinking a keyboard cover. And then, and then <laughs> you know, and then the announcement comes, and then you kind of look at, back at it later. And so we knew that they were going to introduce a new uh, iPad, but then the software upgrades, you know, kind of came by surprise. And then I got thinking, I'm like, we all got excited for a software upgrade. Is this is this what's happened to us that this is we we sit and wait and speculate for this? Like you know, it's kind of weird that we always think that these announcements, something brilliant is going to happen, it's going to change the world. But all we're seeing now is incremental things. Ever since the, like the iPad and the iPhone, there hasn't been anything revolutionary, and but we still yearn for that, especially you know in the tech industry when we. I uh, think something's coming. You got to look at Tim Cook as well. He's uh, a little different than Steve Jobs. He's more the supply chain guy. Yeah, he's an operations guy. An operations guy, and I think if you look over the past couple of years, um, he's done a brilliant job with that. You know, I even look at the iPad announcement uh, this week, the new iPad Air. That thing is incredible. We'll yeah. get to it in a second, but they've covered price points all the way from two ninety nine and up now. Yeah, and that's what Tim Cook is is brilliant at figuring that stuff out and what consumers are going to pay and how much it costs to make and all that. And uh, I think he's doing a good job with it. For biggest announcement for you on the Apple side, what was the biggest thing? The iPad Mini uh, having the same features and the same functionality as the iPad Air. Yes. yes. This to me kind of blew my mind because we always had the idea that the iPad Mini was going to be sort of the lower spec, lower scaled unit, and you know you're going to pay more for a faster unit and a bigger screen size. Now you're just paying for a bigger screen size. Mm-hmm. So if you like the mini form factor, you're getting just as much performance. If you want the bigger iPad, great, go with the bigger iPad. But leveling those two out, they've created a uniform development platform going forward. So any new apps you can develop for iPad, and you know that both the Mini and the Air are going to run it, and they're going to run it equally well. And that's very, very important because you don't want developers having to develop different apps. You know, With Microsoft's, their upgrade to, to Windows 8, they also made it so the operating system can handle six, seven-inch screens uh, for these smaller tablets. And uh, what we'll be seeing is apps being made for both those platforms as well. So I, I think I agree with Graham. What you're seeing is... Apple is now letting you pick what kind of size you want. Before, it was just one. like It was like Henry Ford style. You can have any color you want as long as it's black. <laughs> you can have any iPad you want as long as it's the big one. No, that, now, you, now you've got some choice. I like you got it. a mini as well. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me was uh, their operating system for their computers, for their laptops and their desktops. Uh, the latest version of OS X is called Mavericks, and they've made it free. Yes. I thought that was an interesting move on many different levels. It's a shot across the Microsoft bow, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, number two, um, it's also a, a smart business 
decision. They're not going to make any money on the upgrades, but they're creating an ecosystem. Exactly. And, you know, if you look at how many people on iOS, for example, have upgraded to iOS 7, which is the latest operating system, again, because it's free on the phones and the iPads, I think it's up around 70%. It is, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. Like, you just don't see that for software yeah. or operating systems. So I think what they're trying to do is the same thing with their laptops and desktops. If they can have everyone upgraded to the same operating system or the vast majority, it makes it easy for the developers or easier for the developers to create apps and, and software programs, which because Apple now has the App Store for the Mac, they're getting a cut off anyway. Yeah, 30% off, yeah. The, off the top of all of those. The great thing here is they didn't just make it free. They made it free for everybody going back to OS 10.6. So this is, you know, six, yeah. seven years of computers that are now eligible for this. They're bringing everybody forwards. The reason they had to do that, though, is because OS 10.8, which is Mountain Lion, had a 34% uptake. So 34% for the desktop versus 70% on the mobile platform. You can see why they did it. It made perfect sense. I mean, there's a lot of really cool core technologies there that really make these new apps faster. And so having everybody on that platform, better apps, better platform, more people are going to want to use a Mac. It's pretty cool. I'm going to. I'm interested to see what Microsoft does to respond to that because they can't do anything. Because Apple is signaling, hey, we can make money on the hardware that you're going to buy and on everything you're, you're going to buy inside our ecosystem. Yeah. We don't actually need to sell you our ecosystem. It's yeah. it's just that good. And so Microsoft is going to have to reply. We've seen it with Amazon as well. They make hardware cheap so that you can get into their ecosystem. Yeah. So you'll buy stuff. All they care. All that Amazon cares about is you are buying books and you are on Amazon.com or .ca buying stuff. Speaking of Amazon, did you hear they're opening an office in Vancouver? Yeah, in the new Telus Garden building. Exactly. Yeah. So so they're going to be making a big push here. That, that is going to be a dramatic change for retail in Canada once they really get their gears going. Like yeah. If you look at Amazon.com and all the stuff available on there and the pricing on there, it is incredible. Not to mention the convenience yeah. of just sitting at home and buying stuff. I've been using it a lot, especially every holiday season. I don't like going to the malls during you know, Christmas. But um, yeah, Amazon's going to, with a Vancouver office, the more convenient it gets and those shipping fees go down, you're going to see a lot more people use that as well. I'm curious to see if they can catch up to Amazon US because it's just, to me, Amazon.ca, it's kind of a lame duck. You know, I yeah, go on, I yeah, check it out, I'm I, like, I really wish this was Amazon.com, but it's not. Well, luckily I live right beside the border. <laughs> and so I just shop on Amazon.com and have stuff sent to a post office box. It's just, it's changed my life. Yeah. It yeah. is freaking amazing. You know what? You living close to the border might change my life too. <laughs> I might have to send you on some runs. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Already people at the office are, hey, can you, uh, can you pick something up for me? I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> I just know it. I just know it. Uh, the other big news this week, BBM, BlackBerry Messenger service is now available outside of BlackBerry. You can download the app for your iPhone or your Android phone. Game changer? Absolutely. It's one of those things. I've been super excited about this. I signed up as soon as I heard that it was coming. I was super excited to get it the day that it was supposed to launch. It didn't launch. I've been using it since it launched on Tuesday. And I've got to tell you, um, we wrote a blog yesterday on, the, on GetConnectedMedia.com uh, declaring it the winner of the Messenger Wars. Um, and it's kind of interesting because The Verge actually gave it a 5 out of 10. They said it's terrible. But why? they don't get it. What, why do they say it's terrible? Uh, because it doesn't do video sharing, because it doesn't do a bunch of this other stuff. That's not what it's about. BBM has always been about fast messaging for the people that you want to talk to, right? It does group messaging, which is fantastic. You can do photo sharing, which can be useful for some people. But the idea here that I can actually take this account and move it to any device, 
It's not my BlackBerry ID account. It's a pin. I don't have to give people my phone number, right? I can shut people down if I don't want to talk to them anymore, but we can also do the uh, registered read and uh, delivered receipts. It is a great messenger. It's super fast. It's far prettier than WhatsApp. This is the best cross-platform messenger out there. Do do I care, though? Like, I use text messaging on my iPhone. I think you're and always going to... You know what? I can get a hold of people. Yeah, I think I think it really comes down for that group messaging. I was I belong group message. I was a, I was part of a WhatsApp group that's now no longer exists. Everybody migrated to to BBM and yep. used and created a new group, and they called it 2.0, which was kind of funny. Oh no! Um, but yeah, so it it does look better than um, than WhatsApp, and I think. People like you, Mike, will still use text, but for group conversations, like, you know, people that like to talk about sports or politics, they like to, you know, stay in a group, uh, that they'll probably migrate to a BBM. The real key here is not just being part of a group, but being able to get out of a group. Have you ever been in a group text where oh, somebody sends like yes. 10 people yeah. and you don't want to be in that? Yes. You can't get out of it. You've got to tell them you need to start a new group text. Yeah. With BBM, you can just pull yourself out of that group and you're good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Honestly... If you haven't downloaded BBM for Android or iOS, I recommend you try it. It is, it is awesome. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Mike's going to hold out. I'm going to hold out. You're a rebel. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about a contest, the Doodle for Google competition and what that's all about. So you're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Barr and Graham Williams. We're broadcasting live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. You can also listen to us live online through the interweb at getconnectedmedia.com, cknw.com. We're going to talk about a contest now. We've got our guest on. Her name is Wendy Barrow. She's from Google Canada. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Wendy. Thank you for having me. How are you? Great. Excellent. I want to talk about Google and the Doodle for Google competition. What's this, what's this all about? Uh, yeah, so we've launched the Doodle for Google competition, um, and what it is is we're asking kids from across Canada, uh, from grades kindergarten through to grade 12, to doodle. And what that means is, you know, help us draw the homepage. So many people get inspired by the homepage, and we have the fun kind of doodle celebrating, you know, famous scientists, anniversaries, and different inventions. Um, and this is a way to try to inspire kids to show us what they would invent. That's the theme of the contest, and then uh, we'll pick a winner. Can Andy enter? <laughs> I, I have a lot of great ideas, Wendy. <laughs> this is only open for school kids? Yeah, only open to school kids right now, ages kindergarten to grade 12, um, and submissions would have to be submitted by their, by their parents. Yeah. Um, so that maybe that's how you can participate. And so the winner gets to have their work of art on one of the most popular web pages. Yeah, they'll be viewed by millions. They'll also actually receive a $10,000 scholarship and a $10,000 grant for their school. Excuse me? Really? Yeah, it's really, <laughs> yeah along with a Google Chromebook. Oh, wow. That's a great contest. I think so. I'm going to go home and get my kids doodling. I I think so, Mike. That is crazy. (laughs) How many times a year do you guys actually change the Google homepage to one of these doodles? Um, Maybe a few times a month. Uh, There's no set number that we um, try to meet each month. But, you know, we meet as a team um, here in Canada, and we work with the, the famous doodlers out of our California office. Um, about things that we want to celebrate, whether it's, you know, one time we had Mr. Dress Up, uh, we've celebrated the inauguration of a bridge out in the East Coast, um, and we've done the Olympics all through Vancouver as well. Wendy, I imagine you're going to get thousands of submissions. Uh, How does the judging process work? 
Um, so what will happen is uh, submissions will close on December 31st, and we'll start narrowing that down, and we'll work with a panel of guest judges who we've recruited, including um, astronaut Chris Hadfield, um, the Janet Carding from the Royal Ontario Museum, and Matt Kaczynski from, Van from uh, British Columbia. She was a science fair winner this year at Google. Um, and also um, famous actress Kareem um, out of Montreal. So they'll help us narrow it down to the top 25 at that time. We'll post them online and we'll go to the public to help us narrow it down even further. Very, very cool. Um, very exciting. One of my favorite Google Doodles has to be when they uh, celebrated the anniversary of Pac-Man. Oh, Did you guys yes. Much, a lot of time was wasted that day. Well, there was a, a lot, lot of people. <laughs> somebody actually did some number crunching to see how much productivity was lost that day from people playing Pac-Man on the Google homepage. <laughs> a, yeah, a lot. I, think, I think there was someone that crunched the numbers. I don't remember what they were, but there's a few of them that have done it. The uh, Paul Lash, the guitar one, was also a very popular one. So I just want to come back to the fact that you actually employ Google Doodlers. We do. There is a team in California, and their job is to doodle. Is there, a, are, are, there, are there any other companies out there that have a chief doodler, or are you guys <laughs> the only ones? I don't know. We're the only ones that I'm aware of, but uh, it's probably an unexpected uh, career path uh, for someone that might have gone into either the arts or was just waste, you know, kind of doodling throughout their, throughout their day growing up. Very cool. Where can uh, the kids find out more information about this and where to enter? Yes, you can find more information at www.google.ca forward slash doodle, the number four, Google. And you can look at more information. You can download the template to start drawing. Um, and starting November 11th, we'll also be able to accept submissions online. Cool. And the age range again? Grades kindergarten through to grade 12. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show, Wendy. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. That was Wendy... Rose, spokesperson for Google Canada, talking about the Doodle for Google competition. Other interesting news, and this is kind of, uh, i got to thank you, Andy, once again. Uh, I usually do a, uh, a quick hit on Jill Bennett's show Saturday mornings at the ungodly hour of 6.45 a.m. Every time I'm surprised when my, my phone goes off. I, I never read the, um, the topic sheet until about two minutes before. The, the sheet that I put together. Yes, on what I'm going to be talking to Jill about. And so one of the topics this morning was uh, a bra that tweets for breast cancer awareness. Yes. Thank you, Andy. I, I knew that you would be very interested in talking about tweeting bras, and uh, it, it actually exists. So I'm going to get you to talk about it now. <laughs> well, you know, being the guy with all the good ideas, I've got some more now. Yeah. Uh, the status updating socks yeah. and the tweeting trousers, I think, are two other products that need to be invented so that we can just be walking social media status updates. trousers. And what, what would the trousers be tweeting? I, I, I don't know yet. Yeah, see. I haven't, worked out, not... I haven't worked out those details yet. So tell so. me about the tweeting bra. So the, it's basically uh, a little campaign that they're doing uh, in Greece to raise awareness for breast cancer. And they have... Uh, a big celebrity host there. She's actually going to be wearing this bra that's outfitted with a, a Bluetooth-enabled device that every time she unstraps it, it'll send a tweet out. So you could follow this bra and find out the uh, status updates that it makes. And it, it, they're doing just kind of funny things, but it's really just to raise awareness for breast cancer. And uh, it's gotten a lot of press, including yourself, Mike, this morning talking about tweeting, yeah, tweeting bras. <laughs> I'm going to read these things the night before. Nothing, nothing like a bunch of guys talking about you know, bras that tweet. So this is in Greece? 
This is in Greece, yes. Hopefully those economic problems are starting to make a lot more sense. <laughs> Andy, the contest this week. We got a fabulous contest to match the contest from last week that's still open. We're giving away an iPad and a $50 blurb.ca gift card. This is a, a website that you can actually use for self-publishing. So if you take photos with your smartphone, you could submit it to blurb.ca and have them make a photo book for your coffee table. To enter this contest, you want to go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Hit on the contest tab to enter and win. Our other contest from last week, the Toshiba Portage Z10T uh, convertible laptop tablet hybrid, that's also still open. So you can enter to win both a tablet and a computer that's also a tablet, all on our website. Sounds very confusing. All you need to know is go to the website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Lots of great contests going on. Graham, you um, you know about self-publishing. This uh, blurb.ca sounds like kind of a, a cool way to go if you've got like you know your own short stories or uh, you want to do a collection of blogs and actually make a hardcover book. I absolutely love it. I use it all the time for photo books. They're great. Um, so it's, I mean, they do some really great stuff. Their production quality is quite good. Yeah. I love the paper that they use. So, I mean, blurb gets a big thumbs up from me. And it's not just photo books, but I mean, if you wanted to, like, yep. if you're like a blogger, for example, and you wanted to collect a whole bunch of them together and put them into a book format. It's, it's nice. You could actually do, like, yearly anthologies. It's, it's quite good. It makes for great gifts. If you know someone that's having an upcoming birthday, you can take their photos and put it together and make them a book. Like, who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Wouldn't you want a book of photos of yourself, Mike? <laughs> Heck yeah. Where do I sign up? I'm just waiting for your Blurb. birthday. <laughs> I'm going to open up the phone lines because we're going to go open line here on Get Connected. When we come back from the break, taking any of your tech calls or questions, 604-280-9898 and 1-877-399-9898. And for our uh, Calgary listeners, I want you to call in because we've uh, got some special prizes for uh, Calgary callers today. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike, Andy, and Graham here in studio. We're going open line now, 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance, anywhere else in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. Later on in the hour here, we will be talking to Mo Samani about the upcoming Soho SME conference happening in Calgary on Thursday, the 31st. And for any of the uh, Calgary callers uh, that get through today on the open line, uh, we'll be giving you uh, a ticket to the after party. Those are always fun to attend. I love them. They're actually uh, a lot of fun. And we'll hear more uh, about the whole thing from Mo coming up in a little bit uh, here. We're going to jump here to uh, Linda. How are you doing, Linda? Hi. Fine. Hi. Thank you. Um, I just, just discovered uh, probably over 100 um, large format negatives from my grandfather from the 40s. Okay. Some of them are 3 inches by 5 inches. And I'd like to scan them onto the computer. Um, do you have any idea what the best way to do that yeah there's uh, you know there's a few different ways uh, i would actually recommend going down to your local london drugs uh those guys are experts when it comes to computers and scanners and, and photography so you know you can either have them do it for you or you can purchase uh, a great little scanner i know epson makes some great ones that'll allow you to do uh, negatives the v600 is probably the, the model i'd recommend it's one of the best on the market for doing it um, okay. handles negatives handles photographs um, handles slides so it's a really handy device to have um, if you have your batch of slides to, to get through, you get through it, and then you can use it as a regular scanner as well. Um, that would probably what's be the, my What's choice. the quality like, do you find? 
They're, it's quite good. Yeah. Right? Usually you're, you're scanning at either 600 by 600 or 1200 by 1200. You can interpolate up yeah. to ridiculous resolutions. That doesn't do a whole lot. No. Um, you really want to be scanning at your native resolution, and that's going to give you the best quality. And for most people, that's going to be great. Yes, it is. Yeah. I know that you can get like higher-end scanners for like you know perfect uh, professional grade quality, but I think for most people, that Epson one's... And that's it. Usually it sort of goes with the price you're willing to pay. You get around a scan around $100 to get great quality. If you spend the three dollars $400 to get the more professional scanners, you'll get um, dust removal. Um, Canon calls it ICE. Yeah. Um, that uh, will take out dust and specks and scratches. And it's it's kind of automated, which is nice, but you can do that in Photoshop as well. So Yeah, um, and that's a or great... Or Corel. Or Corel, yes, thank you. Uh, and that's a great recommendation as well, Photoshop Elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that go for now, about 70 80 bucks. I think so, yeah. If you're on a Mac, I'd actually recommend Pixelmator. It's a $29 program. And Pixelmator? Pixelmator. I've never heard of it. It's a, two guys uh, started writing this about three years ago, and they said 29 bucks is their price point. We want something that's as good as Photoshop. They just released their 3.0 version on Tuesday. It is incredible. I I actually use this piece of software every day. I love it. So. And you can use it. And I can use it. And if I can use it, <laughs> some people can use it. Anyway, uh, you know, if you get a chance there, Linda, definitely head down to the London Drugs uh, near you. Those guys are, like, awesome when it comes to this stuff. And that Epson one, the Epson V600? Is that right, Graham? Yeah, the V600. Coolio. Jump here to Jillian in West Vancouver. Hey, Jillian. Hi, good morning. Hi. Um, I've moved my computer uh, into a room that's farther away from my living room. In a, I'm in a condo, and yeah. it has concrete walls, and I now do not get my Wi-Fi in my living room where I used to get it. Yeah. So how, is there something that I can extend, like a relay? or? Yeah, I mean, there's a few different ways to go about it. You can get those Wi-Fi extenders. I know Linksys makes uh, a great little one. Yeah. Basically, it plugs into a wall outlet, yeah. and then you just configure it to work with your Wi-Fi, and it... Uh, extends the Wi-Fi in your in your home. You can do a power line adapter as well. The power line adapter is the one I'd recommend. I, I would 100% go to a power line if you're going to have your computer sitting at a desk because the power line, basically, it's going to use your electrical grid to send that the, the connection through, and then you basically plug an Ethernet cable to that, to your plug, and then you can have a direct. So you're not even using Wi-Fi. It's like having a big, long cord from your router all the way into your computer. That's probably the best. Uh, it's definitely great if you're a gamer, because you definitely want high speeds. Um, Jillian doesn't sound like a gamer. <laughs> I don't think she sounds <laughs> no, like no, a gamer. No, no, let's not make assumptions. So she, these she power Call of Duty. Yes, like. this is true. Uh, so a power line adapter, they come in uh, a package of two. Yeah. Uh, D-Link makes them, Linksys. Uh, and essentially, you plug one of them into a wall outlet, mm-hmm. a power outlet near your router. Very near your router, yes. Uh, and then you run a network cable from that thing over to your, your router. Yeah. And then on the other end where your computer is, you plug the other uh, one in. Yep. And run a cable from that right to your computer, and it uses your um, your electrical cabling in your in your home there as the network. And yeah. speed, speeds are good. You're looking around 200 megabits per second, which is faster than most internet that you'll get right now. It, it's so. it's solid. I use it in my house. I've used it in friends' houses, and I never have a problem with it. Yeah. And I did have a problem with one. I had a it's... I had a Monster Cable brand one, uh, which I gave to my parents because they wanted to get a network cable uh, network uh, signal down to their Blu-ray player in their basement. Yeah, the house was struck by lightning, and the Monster Cable thing, which is also a power uh, suppressor, yeah, uh, caught on fire. Wow! No, yeah, really? Yeah, I've still got. I it. have it one of those in my house. Yeah, and it's uh, I mean just it smoked for a little bit, but darn thing melted. So I recommend getting the Linksys one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, London Drugs does carry it. It's about, I think, about eighty dollars, eighty nine dollars. Yeah. Uh, definitely want to get that. They're called Powerline. They're Powerline ad- adapters. The Linksys model is called like PKU 
100. The London Drugs guys can help they, you. So yeah. go down the London Drugs. Those guys are awesome. They can show you the right one. Probably the better way to go with those power line adapters, but you know the Wi-Fi range extenders are, are pretty good as well. Yeah, but if you do have like concrete is, issues and stuff, and you want a really solid connection yeah. to like watch streaming videos, I definitely go power line. We're gonna have to take a break here. When we come back, we're gonna take more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar and Graham Williams. Taking your calls and questions, we're open line, 604-280-9898, 1-877-399-9898. Any of the Calgary callers that get through today get uh, a free ticket to the after party at the Soho SME conference. Speaking of which, we've got Steve from Calgary. How you doing, Steve? Not good, not good. Oh, no, what's going on? Well, you know, uh, you guys don't cover that much uh, when it comes to operating system for the Mac. Uh, They've upgraded to Maverick. Yes. Everyone, Maverick is 10.9. So yeah. uh, I did a few steps, and this is on the latest uh, 2013 MacBook Pro, which, by the way, I bought from you guys. Plus, I uh, intelligently added a, uh, Apple Care. So before going to Maverick uh, with Mountain Lion, make sure that all your applications, second party and Mac, are all running and uh, running all the Mountain Lion upgrades for your applications. Then I went and backed everything up on the time machine, just in case. Then I upgraded. Boy, oh boy, I should not have upgraded to Maverick. What happened? Several of the software applications that were running on Mountain Lion decided to stop running on uh, Maverick 10.9. So I went ahead used up my ace in the hole, and that is Apple Care. I've got the extended, as you would call it, warranty. They would help. Yeah. Well, they uh, didn't drop the ball, but they washed their hands like someone uh, did many 2,000 years ago and said, look, uh, third-party software, it ain't our problem. It's not a Mac problem. It's not a Mac software application. Yeah. So I went ahead and discovered also that iMovie, you see, you were right when you were saying that all the new apps would go in for iLife and they get everything free, iLife and iWork, if you have a new Mac. I went ahead and told them that uh, iMovie does a lot of funny things and nothing is set up. If you go in on the different sites, uh, nothing is set up the same way as it used to be in iMovie. And um, they agreed and uh, <clears throat> they're looking into it. Uh, so uh, I, I said, well, I'd rather go back to Mountain Lion. Well, the problem, of course, as you well know, that Mountain Lion is a older operating system, and the new operating system, Maverick, would have to be scrubbed. Yeah. And in old terminology, your system has to be reformatted and put the old operating system. Now, I've got Time Machine backed up uh, for that Mountain Lion, but... Uh, you have to remember when you do that, all your usernames, you still have to re-enter. You might have to bring in the software again. Uh, you might have to put in your passwords and so on. So I'm staying with uh, Maverick, and uh, but uh, I'm just putting out a warning that uh, if you guys switch, uh, expect, as they say in the airport, delays. No, that's uh, some good feedback there. I know... Um... A lot of people have upgraded. We've got a bunch of people in our office that uh, have Macs as well and have upgraded their laptops. I did with my MacBook Air. I haven't experienced any problems yet. I know there are some 
uh, programs and apps out there, for example, like uh, Parallels, yeah. uh, you want to be careful with. Uh, obviously, whenever there is a, an operating system upgrade, whether that's on the Mac or Windows, you always got to be careful, yeah. right? There's no question, right? So you got to make sure that uh, the apps are compatible or the software programs are compatible. I know uh, you have a Mac as well. Graham, any issues? Absolutely none. You know, it's one of those things where I upgraded to the developer preview and then I did the gold master when that launched and I've had no issues with any software so far. One of the interesting things he mentioned was, you know, iMovie and uh, being free. Well, iMovie obviously is sort of a maturing piece of software. Yeah. Um, if you do install the new version, you will find the old version actually is in a folder in your applications folder. So feel free to go back to that. That's not a problem. Go ahead. You can use the old, old one. Just, yeah, just rock the old one you know same thing with iLife uh, if you do uh, or iWork pardon me if you do the new pages you can find pages 09 or pages uh, you know 06 or 08 uh, in your folder before so you go on back to that if you want to do that yeah because uh, what happens is people get so used to that certain interface yes and then they don't want to change so here I got, I got a little a little tip for you guys this is kind of a secret um, and yeah, you might think it's a little less than honest but you know you can do it if you go out there right now and you look for iWork demo or aperture demo you can actually download the demos of the old versions. And if you've got those installed on your Mac, Apple will give you the new versions for free. You don't have to buy a new Mac. You just need to have those I read about this on, there. on the interweb. And they were saying, you know, we don't really care that much about piracy. We just we think our users are honest, and we're okay with that, if, even if it's not accurate. So if you would like to get uh, the new version of Pages and the new version of Keynote, you can do that by downloading the demo and then clicking Upgrade. Uh, so it's very interesting. Yeah. No, I appreciate Steve phoning in. Uh, I've I've had this issue before. I've upgraded uh, previous versions of operating systems, and uh, some of my programs did not work as you know nicely yes. as I, I wanted uh, to. So you know, whenever there is any types of updates, uh, it's always a good thing to you know maybe not upgrade right away and check the message boards and what people are saying just to to see if uh, it's going to be right for you or not. The rule is, uh, you know, on a Mac, if you're if you're a little uncertain, wait till the point two release, so ten point nine point two. Usually by then, bugs are scrapped and software's working, and you're good. But yeah, overall, I've heard good things about Mavericks. You know, it's uh, unfortunate Steve's had a, a few issues there. Yeah, and uh, he did back up his. He did his all computer, the things right, yep. which like, is fantastic. I, you know, kudos to you, Steve. He could go back to the old one. Could he, he absolutely could. Yeah, you basically just go into the restore utility. You hold the option key down. Yeah, uh, when you boot up your Mac, uh, you go to the restore utility. Uh, grab your timeline or your uh, time machine backup and restore. It'll go right back to where it was peasy. before. Actually, one thing that he mentioned was you need to put in usernames and, and software keys. I haven't found that to be the case. Um, you know, my Microsoft Office, I've got uh, 2011 for Mac. Didn't have to put the serial in again. It just Because that would be a pain. That would be a pain. Yeah. I actually use 1Password to keep all my serials. It's a, it's a cool piece of software that yeah. does that. What's and it called? It's called 1Password. They're actually out of Toronto Oh, from cool. Agile Bits. Really, cool. uh, really good uh, program. The contest, Andy. Giving away an iPad and a $50 Blurb.ca credit. Blurb is a self-publishing platform that you can do online. You can put your photos or, you know, your memoirs or poetry, what have you, and you can make it into a coffee book that you can touch and hold. To enter this contest, go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win. We're also giving away a laptop from Toshiba, the Portage Z10T. That contest is still open, so you'll want to go there and enter both contests on our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. We're going to have to take a break. The phone numbers again, we're open line 604-280-9898 and long distance 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar and Graham Williams. Coming up this week in Calgary is the Soho SME Conference. If you're a small business 
or thinking of starting one, this is definitely an event to attend on the line right now. We've got Mo Samani. How are you doing, Mo? Not too bad. How are you doing, Mike? Great. Uh, tell our listeners why they should be going to the Calgary Soho SME. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to thank uh, Mike uh, uh, and all you guys and your team for uh, supporting our event. You guys are partners of the event, so I really appreciate that. Um, and uh, the event uh, on uh, Thursday, October 31st, uh, in Calgary, uh, basically it's, uh, it's a really inspiring opportunity for small business owners as well as entrepreneurs and business professionals um, to uh, get some great knowledge, uh, expert advice, tools, resources for their business along with the trade show component uh, that's right in the, in the uh, speaking hall, which provides the opportunity to network with a lot of like-minded business professionals all throughout the day. I, I love this here because we, we have supported for the past uh, few years, and uh, I just recently went to the Toronto one, and the Vancouver one just happened, uh, and they're amazing. Like The speakers that you guys get in are, are great for uh, business folks uh, you know, to learn the latest about digital marketing, what have you. I, I love your coach's corner as well. Can you tell the listeners about that? Yeah, definitely. The Coach's Corner was something we introduced last year in Toronto, and it was just absolutely successful this year as well. Basically what it does is it provides attendees to have one-on-one expert advice with a specific coach or an expert. Um, and it could be areas of you know, legal services, accounting, um, you know, digital marketing, SEO, uh, LinkedIn. We have a LinkedIn expert specialist on how to, how to drive your business on LinkedIn. Uh, she's doing a session in the morning and then going to be doing Coach's Corner all day. So it really gives you an opportunity to overcome a biz pain that you might have in your business and really have one-on-one free advice, uh, which, is, which is pretty amazing. And uh, it's packed all day, basically. And uh, in Calgary, where is the event happening? The event's happening at uh, Hotel Arts on October 31st. It starts at uh, registration at 7.30. We start off, we kick it off with a super meetup. Networking, uh, which is uh, sponsored by Telus and, uh, and TV, provides the complimentary coffee and tea for everybody because they're really needed in the morning for sure. <laughs> it kicks off at 8 o'clock, and then 9.30, the trade show in the main conference opens up, uh, and it runs from 9.30 to 4.30. And at 5.30, we have that wonderful after party that Mike and, uh, and uh, you guys were all at, so that was pretty awesome. But, uh, and we do that as well. So it's pretty much an all-day thing. Uh, but you can come in in the morning. You can come in in the afternoon. You can come in all day. Uh, it's a pretty open uh, open environment. So, and uh, as always, we've got a special offer for uh, our listeners. Yeah, definitely. So one is uh, is uh, it, it does cost fifty dollars to attend for the day, but with, uh, uh, with you guys being a partner, we've offered the uh, ticket for free to run uh, to come down for the whole day. All they need to do is go to the website. It's uh, CalgarySME.soho.ca, and uh, just enter uh, the promo code Get Connected. Um, and uh, you'll be able to get your ticket for free for the day. And uh, also we have a, uh, a tr- some draws that we're doing with you guys with regards to tickets to the after party, uh, which is a really great event, a lot of fun, a lot of networking. Uh, we provide some great appies and a complimentary drink and things like that. And so we're giving uh, some tickets away for the after party with you guys. So, Well, Mo, I want to thank you so much, and uh, good luck this Thursday. Yeah, thank you very much, and thanks again, guys. We look forward to seeing a whole bunch of Calgarians in, in, uh, on Thursday. It's a lot of fun there. So. Great. If you are in Calgary, uh, definitely an event to attend this Thursday. You want to check that out. You can get more information uh, at uh, soho.ca and, uh, of course, the special offer if you mentioned Get Connected uh, there. The prize one more time, Andy. We're giving away a brand-new iPad and a $50 blurb.ca credit. 
This is everything you need to make your first own book. You can become a self-publisher on Blurb.ca. To enter, go to the website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Hit on the contest tab to enter a win. We're also giving away a Toshiba laptop. That contest is still open, so you'll want to go there and enter as well. Graham, again, uh, the whole self-publishing thing. You've actually self-published your own book. I have, yeah. It's called 1666. You rich? Uh, yeah. I, I sleep on a pile of money with many beautiful ladies. So... <laughs> Wow, that's great. Um, why did you go the self-publishing route? Uh, I just found that it was easier to be able to do it myself rather than find an agent and go through that whole process. Was it hard? No, not at all. No? Nope, just edited up the manuscript, got it set in a format that I wanted, found a cover designer, put the whole thing up through CreateSpace, and it worked out well for me. Uh, actually, I did do one with Blurb not too long ago as well, and that was a photo book, though, yeah. and I thoroughly enjoyed that process. And the quality's good? It's brilliant. Yeah. Very cool. You can find out more information about all of this in the contests at getconnectedmedia.com. Of course, we also have our television show that's uh, broadcasting on BNN, the Business News Network, and also on Czech TV Channel 6 here uh, in Victoria and Vancouver. I encourage you to check it out. We've got the video segments up on the website as well if you want to learn more about uh, technology. I want to thank the uh, folks that helped put the show together. We've got uh, Christina Stoyanova, our uh, social, media, social media Twitterer. Twitterer? Yeah, she loves when I say that. Twitterati. Uh, Twitterati. And, uh, of course, uh, the rest of the Get Connected team, Andy, Graham, Tristan, Paul, Al. Oh, and that Tasia girl. <laughs> That's all we have time for today. Mike, Andy, and Graham logging off. We'll see you again next week.